The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Are you ready to slay? So are we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, it's such a good time seeing you. Uh, You are looking so alive. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yes, not quite undead. Not yet. Not yet, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, we are so happy to be back and get into another episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Only yes. episode two. We have such a long journey ahead. I am very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you feeling about this new endeavor that we've taken on? I like the second episode. I feel like it gave a lot of context to episode one because we were very like, okay, do people know vampires exist? Like, what's the lore in this world? You know, how does it work? I felt like episode two really not only provided that for us, but also got rid of a like a pesky side character that truly and honestly, I didn't care about anyway. So it's like, good. We're getting our core group together. You know, we have kind of like our own version of like, um, 
was it Scooby-Doo? What's the, the mystery people? What are they called? Oh, uh, isn't it called the mystery gang? Mystery gang. So we have our own version of like the mystery gang together. I'm really liking it. I'm, I'm understanding the lore a little bit more. This episode I thought was a really good second part to the, the first part of the premiere. Um, I'm really liking it. I'm, I'm finding it fascinating. And listen, I can watch Buffy do these like flippy kicky moves for like a lot of time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's an amateur gymnast. I wouldn't even say amateur. I would say that she She was Simone Biles last episode, Sarah. Yeah. She's definitely an advanced gymnast and doing Mm -hmm. some really cool stunts. Some that I feel like, I mean, Xander referred to her as a superhero with this episode. Mm -hmm. I think that she's, I mean, not that far off. Did you see her hop the fence? She basically Um, flew. She is very, yeah. She's able to do a lot of things that I was like, okay, I'm checking this off the list. She has super strength. Check. She can, she's a gymnast. Check. She can leap really high, uh, things, I guess. Jump over really high things. Check. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, she got the hurdles down. She got, she got the hurdles down. Um, so yeah, we're, we're covering the harvest. It's the harvest. Uh, we get more from vampire daddy this episode, a lot of vampire deaths this episode, which was exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, let's 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 kill them off one by one. Yes, please. Them did and their counter. Really... Did we what? Do we need a counter? Of that feels like counter. a lot of work to be yeah. keeping track. I mean, of honestly, dying. honestly, truly, I think that you're probably going to have to help me with some of the lore. I, 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 I gotta be honest with you. As soon as Giles started talking, I started like falling asleep. <laughs> And... It's really fair because he's like, he feels like he talks like he's like a hundred years old. I mean, I guess that's just a British thing, but I legitimately <laughs> had to rewind it four times just to try to grasp a sentence and a half of this lore. And I think it's because I'm not really somebody that uh, gets into science fiction or fantasy lore. It's yeah. not something that uh, excites me it's a little bit a little bit more of uh your your passions i appreciate the world building yeah Yeah. i just i want to know what what the world is like are vampires a thing do people know about them do people know about slayers like how many vampires are wandering around in the world and beyond that are we going to see other things like that are usually show up in either sci-fi or fantasy like werewolves you know like there are tons of other monstrosities that we could uh, encounter zombies you know are we going to get any of that yeah i do think it's a possibility yeah, I'm really interested to see where it does go. And I don't think that I thought it was boring. I just thought that it felt just like a, it was a lore dump. And you have to yeah. be in a mindset to absorb that type of stuff. And I think I caught, I don't know, 40% of it. Just like an average student type of thing, you know? Yeah, I I get you. It was very expositiony, But I felt like they did a good job at not making it I'm trying to think of like not making it feel like I was getting a ton of lore dumped on me at the same point in time. Cause there was sure. enough like action stuff pushing the episode forward. Yeah. Like he was very like a uh, flip it, flip it about it. Like he was kind of just toting around all of his books, explaining it. So uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And in terms of the, what like, I mean, like Buffy was definitely in her element of, hitting and kicking and karate-ing 
and all of the above. And I thought that was interesting. I kind of felt like it was a little more hokey this episode than the pilot. Like it felt more like 90s more like i felt like the pilot could have been very timeless aside from the the you know power rangers star trek makeup but i i felt like this one felt a little bit more um cartoonish but that's just to say like i'm still very very much enjoying it we're in the very beginning so much potential but I think that the pilot was really, really, really strong. And I think it's hard to follow that up uh, with the second episode. Yeah, I think we're bound to feel like it's a little dated at times because it is dated. It is <laughs> like, dated. it's from Let's the 90s. Fair. Yeah, of course. And um, And I think, like, it's been nice hearing from people that, like, this is as bad as it gets is, like, season one and it's only – up from there because i feel like with a lot of shows that is not the case especially a lot of shows we've watched um usually it tends to trend that like the uh the consistency of the quality of the content tends to like dive off and so it's nice to hear that like no season one they're trying they're figuring it out it's not always great but they're trying and i feel like if i'm feeling pretty overall positive about the first two episodes overall and like this is the worst season that's pretty great you know Absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward. So let's talk about the harvest. So we left off. I thought that Buffy was going to be dead. We, we, she was in a very sticky situation and it was like two, they wasted no time. Two seconds in, she's like, you know what, Luke, you're a little like you and you're so simping for like daddy vampire. Mm -hmm. Take a cross in your face. Get off of me. I have my friends to save. Right. So she's now wearing the cross necklace and it's so gaudy. (laughs) Very shiny. It seems as though it, it burns him. Yeah. So this is another piece of the lore of like, right. So we know they, they can't be out in the sunlight. Crosses burn them. Holy water is not great either. And if you want to kill one, you just wouldn't stake to the heart. Got it. Or I guess wouldn't stake anywhere, it seems like. It seems so simple, yet so complicated to be a vampire slayer. I did feel like she kind of got out of this situation uh, much quicker and easily, more easy than I anticipated. It was Yeah, because we saw so many vampires at the end of the last episode that I was like, oh, this is going to take her a minute to, like, figure out. No, she basically goes out to the graveyard – does some little kicky punchy things, grabs a branch off of a tree, stabs some vampires, and and saves yeah. two of her friends. Not yeah. Jesse, though, because she Just... cares about him. <laughs> well, I mean, like, sincerely, like, this is, like, the funniest thing is that they're like, where's Jesse? And they were like, oh, he got taken. And I love that Buffy throughout the episode is like, oh, that could be later's problem. That was my favorite thing. It was not like, it never felt like there was a huge sense of urgency in saving Jesse. (laughs) No, even when, like, so, like, when they go back and they're hanging out with uh, Giles, they're talking about it and they're, like, concocting a plan on how to get Jesse back. And they're like, yes, I... uh, Buffy's like yes I will be going I will save him no worries and I thought that we were going back to the graveyard no Buffy still has to make her curfew at 1130 she goes home next day at school she goes to school Mm -hmm. and she before she tries to save Jesse and I know she didn't figure out where yet but also 
Buffy, you dumb hoe. Like, duh, it's like the, there's an entrance in the mausoleum. Of course yeah. there was. He we're, like he just popped up out of nowhere. Well, oh. to give her, you know, she's a teenager. She got there eventually. But yeah, they. I love that they're like, oh, no big deal. We'll go home. Worry about this tomorrow morning at school. They immediately go visit Giles, who basically gives them like an entire briefing on how vampires like even exist in this world and so now we find out i feel like we were a little incorrect in that because of the way that xander had said oh you're a slayer we thought like oh this is common knowledge but it turns out it's not that neither xander nor willow were aware of like the existence of vampires nor slayers or anything like that they're all getting this information brand new from giles yeah and then okay so this is what i found interesting um vampires are older than humans slash mortals vampires mm-hmm. are a product of demons uh getting with humans and those people the the olden people i think that they were called or like the old ones uh used to run the earth and then eventually humans took over something along the lines is this is am i even remotely close yeah based on what i understood it was like they descend from like demons and then obviously when one vampire you know bites another one you're creating more va- and they do the sucking this the, the you know back and forth sucking yeah um, multiple everyone's, pleasures everyone, everyone's getting his, sucked did you say his and her pleasure yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, for his the pleasure you know yeah. um yeah, and so then more and more vampires were created and then of course there's like the slayer um And it's very interesting to me that Buffy first tries to, like, tell Xander, like, no, 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 that wasn't a vampire. But then pretty quickly, it's kind of like, okay, well, I guess Willow and Xander are involved now, so we might as well read them in on everything that's going on. Um, Yeah, I took it as, like, she was just being a little bit snarky because she was saying, like, yeah, like, I didn't believe any of it either when I first discovered that vampires existed. But they're here. They're there. But it's my responsibility, not yours. Uh, And I'm the slayer. And I was like, yes, Buffy, tell that man who you are. (laughs) You are a basic mortal and I'm the slayer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and he says, so Giles does say, like, basically, it was, like, a demon's soul infected a human, and that's kind of how, like, vampires were created, and then they just made more of their own by basically, mm-hmm. like, you know, mixing the bloods and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think this, we got a little bit, here's the thing. Here is the thing. So, we have our little team now, right? This is our team, because Jesse's going to be gone soon. He's a vampire now. This is our team. We have, obviously, Buffy is the Slayer. Giles is the watcher. He watches. He watches and he seems like the lore keeper as well. You know, he he's he's informed. Yeah, I gotta say, librarians are very important, and I feel as though uh he is the keeper of information and the watcher of the people is as important a piece of the puzzle as the slayer. Maybe yeah. not as important, maybe only like 20% as important. I would say like important. I would say like Let's give Giles 30%. You get 30. And then Willow gets like 10% because yeah. she can No, Willow, Willow cracked a database of some sort. She's like a hacker of sorts. She can literally use the net. I did that when I was 8 years old. 
You know oh, what? I was you know what? at I went this to computer point in time, class. though. Yeah. Giles, but the thing is, Sarah, they need that because Giles calls calls the computer like a death machine or something. Mm-hmm. So he obviously is not getting on the net, as they call it. <laughs> Look, I worked my butt off in typing class, learning how to use the net and ask Jeeves. Willow is apparently a genius because she can Google. Oh, I mean, we're going to give her 10% of the credit. The thing is, is what is Xander bringing to the equation? Nothing. Nothing. He's bringing nothing. He's not helpful. He's getting himself into trouble. He's going where he shouldn't. He's disobeying the Slayer, which feels like a a no-no to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Xander, I have my eye on you. You seem like the weakest link currently. So I'm I'm sorry to say, but he seems (laughs) like the weakest link. We will sacrifice you with no issue. I mean, literally, Jesse was the by far the weakest link, and he was sacrificed. So I'm willing to sacrifice almost anybody at this point. Yeah, and you're not that cute. He's, He's really not. Um, so as they're getting like read in on all this information in the library, we see that, uh, Jesse has been captured by the vampires and he is going to be used as bait because Luke tells his master, daddy Voldemort with a nose, Mm -hmm. he's like, listen, there's a slayer in town. So we're going to have to do something. And they talk about, uh, Jesse being used as bait, which we don't exactly know what that means at this point, but obviously it becomes clear later yeah. what he's going to be used for. Yeah. I, I, de- I definitely understand. They are in the know. They know if she's really the slayer, then she's not going to just let Jesse go without a fight. She's going to try to rescue him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like Buffy is probably a, going to be a, um, a culprit of a hero complex. We see that often with people having big responsibilities. Sometimes they just think that they're the only one that can solve things and have to take things on their shoulders. They don't ask for help. Uh, we see shades of that, but I think that it's kind of like, um harry potter where voldemort eventually used harry's hero complex and need to save as a baiting and alluring tactic and which usually got him in trouble um Mm -hmm. so i mean it happens it happens like with people like this now uh we also see darla get into a little bit of trouble with uh the master Yes, because the master has been waiting three score, which I looked up and it means 60 years. He has been waiting <laughs> oh. 60 years for some pure ass blood, not ass um, blood. Sorry. Oh, some pure blood. He's like, mm, I want a taste of the good stuff. Here's the thing. I thought the master wanted to eat babies because I, you know, in my opinion, if you're going to have quote unquote pure blood and not in the Harry Potter sense, it's like the freshest blood. And what's more fresh than a baby? But no, I guess what he, he wants meant, a virgin. Which Jesse is. He wants to suck virgin blood. However, Darla couldn't keep her mouth to herself and was like, I'm going to get a little tasty taste before this goes to daddy. Yeah. So he did not like that. He is mad. He said, I don't want your sloppy seconds. And she was like, we were supposed to have four of them. And uh, I thought that she was going to get killed right away, but it seems like Darla is is okay for now. He's in a forgiving mood, I suppose. But he says, (laughs) he's like, you know what? It is Yom Kippur. It's all about forgiveness. Um, Let me be your person that you confide your sins in. Like, you know, who am I to judge only 
only the greatest oh, vampire. I do think he judge. needs them. You know, he's weak. He's not going to be at his full capacity he until the harvest. Go outside. You know what? That's he what I'm saying. Yeah, he can't even get his own food. So he really does need them. Like he needs them more than they need him at this yeah. point. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So Jesse is going to be their little bait that they're going to use. Um, and Buffy immediately is like, I need to go find Jesse. I'm going to go find him right now. And Willow's like, but what about the police? And I was immediately like, Willow, in what world are the police any ever any help? Never. <laughs> Certainly not in this world. <laughs> not in Sunnydale. Basically, I think that they said that uh, they're immune to guns as well. Yeah, she was like, what are they going to do? Use their guns? And one of my favorite lines of this whole episode was uh, Buffy being like, oh, and they took Jesse and they, boom, they went off. And <laughs> Sandra's like, oh, they can fly? And Buffy's like, no, they can drive, you moron. Literally, what is Xander contributing to this conversation? Literally nothing. But I I mean, I kind of saw Buffy flying in a sense earlier. So I don't know. She, I, mean, I don't think she later. can fly. That was a leap. Oh my god, it was definitely something. But no, Xander doesn't have much to contribute. Also, once again, there is no urgency in finding Jesse at this moment. Uh, there is no let's go. Well, I think it's now. because I think it's because Buffy needs to figure out where the heck they even took them. I know, Wait, but that him. just makes my eyes roll so hard. Well, it makes sense though because she says they were in the sewer system, and it makes sense for them to be like a big fan because they don't have to be outside where the sun is, so they could travel almost anywhere in the town in the sewer system. And this is when Willow and her genius comes in because she's like, guys, I can hack the like city database for all the like town tunnel system plans mm. bada bing bada boom enhance 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 here you go yeah so she has hacking abilities which is actually very helpful That's what i'm telling you she can she knows how to use the net <laughs> she knows her way around the net mm -hmm. so she they're looking for it they're still brainstorming they're like where's the entrance and uh gosh what's what's lucas up to here he seems like a little agitated in the next scene well yeah because lucas is like listen she got the jump on me like buffy's actually pretty dangerous like we she's a slayer and we need to be basically be very careful around her uh, all right well yeah. lucas that wasn't a very interesting thing to contribute but thank you yeah, well, he's daddy's favorite. I mean, at least he didn't suck the blood of the of the mm -hmm. promised ones for daddy. Oh, to be your parents' favorite. <laughs> wow. Yes, he's got he gets to kiss the ring. I can't relate. So <laughs> um basically Willow saves the day. They are brainstorming and uh this these is... flashbacks are really funny because it's in like black and white and we literally just solved this so <laughs> it was really funny to me like the eureka moment of buffy realizing wait a minute lucas came out of nowhere he couldn't have come from outside he had to have come from in there must be tunnels in the mausoleum we were in so there have to be there has to be an entrance there once again duh but baby i'm just being a little fresh I mean, she had a lot going on at the moment. That's you know, she true. was being attacked. She had to save the day. She's the slayer. Yeah, it's a it lot of like her arm hurts. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So then they're like, yes, we are going to go to the mausoleum, but not tonight because I have to make her a few and I'm kind of sleepy. So I'm going to <laughs> go, I'm going to go to school tomorrow and in my fabulous sunglasses and outfit, and I am going to leave. Now, 
this is also kind of funny to me because it's like it's not like she left home and went straight to the mausoleum she's like i need to make it to homeroom so that when they take attendance they make sure i'm marked here well this is the thing it's so funny because obviously you know this is the problem with being a teen slayer i don't know why a teen would ever be chosen to be slayer because she can't even get off school campus without the freaking stupid principal getting in her face about leaving and she tries she has her sunnies on and she's like trying to walk out the gate never in my life would i ever imagine this would actually happen at a real school where the principal is so honed in on things he Mm -hmm. sees a single student trying to leave and he's like "Uh -uh uh-uh you are not leaving school grounds this also felt kind of illegal to me and i don't know if it is (laughs) wait i i i think that once you're on school and if you're a minor you need to be at school it's illegal not to go to school but what if she had an emergency and she was trying to leave You got to get picked up by an adult. I guess Don't so. you remember? Like, you weren't allowed to. I never tried anything. to leave. I don't well, know. Of course you didn't. Why would so, I try to leave? I don't want to get caught. Because maybe you had vampire slaying to do. I don't know. I don't know your business. So she tries to make an excuse. Says the Giles sent her on, like, a special mission. Yeah, to go and, get a or something. Yeah, the principal's like, no way. I don't know what those Brits do over in Britain, but you're not leaving. <laughs> He's like, there's like weird, weird monarchy stuff. They have a lot of problems over there. You're here. I'm locking you in. Yeah, he Um, closes the gate in her face and he's just like, you need to stay here. And so he walks away. She waits two seconds and then she just, she just leaps. Like no problem. Doesn't even get a running start. No, that's what I'm saying. It looks like freaking flying. Also, do you see how cute those booties are? They were very cute. Those are cute. Okay, but you know what's not cute? Xander's hideous psychedelic mushroom like button down that he's wearing. Oh, yeah. This is very – I don't know why, but in the 90s, people were very into – neon mushrooms and neon those alien heads you know those green alien heads people loved those yeah i don't know why i think it's because the 70s had like a resurgence in terms of fashion and i remember um oh gosh inflatable furniture came back and was pretty huge i had an inflatable chair and also um doorway beads if you know what i mean and yes. lava lamps all lava of that lamps. came all back. back yeah all that came back so i think like maybe this is like an ode to the 70s uh resurgencing into the 90s um and it's awful it's so yeah, ugly it's pretty ugly it's like it's, zebra it's atrocious and let's also just point out the fact that xander is trying to pull off sean hunter hair but he simply cannot he simply cannot. It's not It's not a good look. It's like too short. It's mm-hmm. a little bit too short in the front and then it's longer in the back. It's a little weird. Um, but him and Willow were having a conversation and it's very obvious by the way he's saying like, oh, you should go to class. And she's like, don't you mean we should go to class? She's basically mm-hmm. like, don't follow Buffy. She's the slayer. You're just a teen white boy. Like, stop being dumb, Xander. And we all know Xander's going to do the dumb thing and go there yeah. without Buffy. I don't know. Okay, like, hold up. If your best friend got taken away, and wouldn't you want to try to – like he's his best if, friend. Okay, got taken got away. Taken you away. forgot to mention by vampires. I mean, I feel like it'd be really hard to just sit back and wait to see if your best friend comes back home. I that's fair, but I also think it's dumb of him to do it alone. Like I think it's he's either, not gonna be alone. He's gonna be with Buffy, the vampire he slayer. He's going by himself. He's not even going with Buffy. Well, Buffy's there by her herself. 
he found her pretty soon. But Willow tries to be like, listen, Buffy's got this. She's a strong, independent woman. Don't you worry about her. Buffy's like creeping along in the mausoleum. Mm. And who does she run into? Well, first of all, she runs into like a lock, like a lock pad. And I'm like, girl, with your super strength, you can't just crush that in your hand. (laughs) Well, at first she she was like, I'm stuck here. I can't get out. And then guess who comes? Guess who's yeah. back? back again. Angel is back. Angel's back. Tell a friend. Cryptic as ever. Okay, Angel, here's the thing. I think you had said, like, Buffy doesn't have to do this alone. And I'm like, okay, but why does Angel just keep showing up and pretty much doing nothing? <laughs> this is the second time. He's ethereal. He has no way to do he anything. Just like, he's just, he's just he there to crack wise. Well, he's like, <laughs> he comes by and he's just like, uh well he didn't do nothing he gave her he that said, necklace. don't go in there and he well that's the first episode so, so he did okay mm-hmm. he did something the first episode but this episode he's like don't go in there and she's like you don't have a key do you and he's like no they don't like me very much and she's yeah, like okay well can he, i yeah what's the opposite of a demon an angel, angel. there you go yeah. that's him but that's just his name no he's an angel i mean we, i haven't seen any winks i haven't seen a halo i haven't seen any cherub babies around have you yeah he's a cherub he's an angel where are his wings they're hidden i mean i'm just saying but he just like shows up with these like one-liners doesn't really do anything um but i will say at the very least he's eye candy so i'm not gonna be mad about it for too long but if he just starts popping up every episode and does absolutely nothing to help buffy i'm gonna be a little irritated especially if he's gonna try to take credit for her he's literally he's literally her guardian angel he's telling her do not go in there it's not safe and 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 yeah but i think that also he's like um maybe he do you think that is cupid an angel i think cupid so. is a cherub he's a cherub and wait a cherub let me is an angel. are cherubs angels mm-hmm. i think uh, so cherub, cherub are what the heck Angels of the second highest order. So yeah, cherubs yeah. are angels. Okay, so you know how like um Cupid is like a flirty boy? Yeah, Cupid is like, I'm just gonna fly around in my underpants and shoot people with my little heart arrows and they're gonna fall in love. Right. What a perv. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But Angel is kind of like the he's kind of like a professional flirter. He's he the sexy around. version of a cherub because yeah, he's he, like, I'm just going to give you my bedroom eyes and look at you and be like, hey, girl, hey, yeah. girl, don't you go in there. <laughs> yeah. So he, I think he just like pops in, flirts with Buffy. They have that sexual energy about mm-hmm. them and then just like evaporates out. Yeah. I will say I felt a little bad for him when she was like, don't you know what having friends are like? And he just stood there so silently. I'm like, oh my God, he has no friends. He has no friends. He doesn't have his only friend and she's not even his friend because he just told her her name. (laughs) He never got on with the Easter Bunny or the Leprechaun (laughs) and so he has nobody as the Valentine's Day mascot. But to your point in terms of him being a guardian angel right? Like he does give her instructions where he's like, okay, take a left at the the stumpy sewer sewer pipe you know what i mean he's trying Mm -hmm. to guide her um yeah but then it was really strange to me that she's like oh aren't you gonna wish me luck and he again he just gives her that brooding stare uh she leaves and then he like almost whispers he's like good luck (laughs) (laughs) it was very much like shades of like i love you (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, that's next episode or the one after. Yeah. Just I mean, how many whispers. episodes until Angel professes his love for Buffy? No, Buffy's going to profess his love first. <gasps> oh, okay. I think this is a fun little bit wager to have. Mm -hmm. I think that Angel falls in love with Buffy before Buffy falls in love with Angel. Mm. Okay. I mean, sure. She's a slayer, bitch. Who wouldn't want to fall uh, in love with her? He, I don't know. He doesn't even have friends. How is he going to? Like, how is he saying he needs to... her because he has no one? <laughs> no, I will say if do you, your spouse can't be your only friend. Oh my god, no! Red flags, red flags he, everywhere. Yeah, pretty huge red flags. Hey, Sarah. I know you've been really into reading lately, and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I, 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 get, I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also, um, I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful, high quality hardcover books, plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, you and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is Sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So he wishes her good luck and slips a little love note in her backpack. And then she goes down and then she meets a rat, but that's okay. because She Xander doesn't even flinch when a ginormal rat crawls across her foot. 
yeah, maybe she hangs out in New York City often. Uh, and then we find another rat, and it's just Xander, because Xander came down and followed her. And she's and he like, brought a flashlight, and she's like, what are you doing? Are you a moron? Don't use a flashlight down here. I obviously have superior vision. <laughs> I mean, very true. I think that she probably has dark vision, and she's able to see in the dark and is not too concerned. But she is now stuck with him. Yeah, she's basically like, well, I can't just leave him alone. I guess I'll have to protect him. Mm -hmm. But she obviously, again, she's the slayer. She usually is doing things like on her own. She's an independent woman who don't need no man. But she's stuck with Xander who has the flashlight and won't stop using it. And so he's asking like, okay, what, what's the deal? What, what's going on with vampires? How do they work? Um, and it seems like garlic is on the list, Sarah. We have confirmation. Mm -hmm. Garlic is a good option. Now, why do you think that vampires don't like garlic? Do they not like flavor? Do they not like Italian food? Like, what is their problem? I mean, they only like blood, which has, like, a metallic taste, I can assume. So, like, they just don't like the strong, strong flavor of garlic. Now, here's the thing. If you – I feel like the move is to carry on your person at all times a toothpick – because that seems like the smallest possible steak you could have. So easily portable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't want to be carrying around ginormous crosses. It just feels like very gaudy. But she does have a wooden cross that she whips out of nowhere and hands over to Xander. So that seems helpful. Holy water can't be that difficult to obtain, right? You just splash in some of that and blinding them. It's kind of like the vampire version of a uh, mace. You know, pepper spray. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Um, why are vampires affected by garlic? Yeah, what does it say? Um, oh, okay. I think it has to do, well, garlic is a powerful antibiotic, and some Europeans <gasps> believe uh, that they, it, the beliefs were because, um, a disease of the blood so a powerful antibiotic would kill a vampire is that wait no maybe this is vampire bats okay i don't know um hmm. oh my god so anyway some people say that garlic like vampires have heightened senses and vampires think that's too smelly if anybody knows anything about vampires like can you just can you just advise because I I don't think that I'm getting a good a good uh, answer why it repels. Yeah. But what from what we know based like so far, it's crosses garlic, stakes through the heart, all bad mm-hmm. things. Holy water, I think, is another one. Yeah, um, um, and yeah. you're like, why can't you have access to holy water? Because you have to go to a church. Okay, and but Britt, get like it. a jug of it and then put it in small bottles that you can carry around with you, like hand sanitizer. Yeah, but like, what are you gonna do? Steal it from like a poor little baby's baptism? Like, what are you talking about? No, I think about? you just walk into a church and you're like, "Hey, I need some holy water." Where do you think it comes from? It just doesn't come from the rain. It has I to think be you blessed just need someone by... to bless it. Yeah, like, so what? They can't not they can't by a gallon? priest. I think it has, it has to be blessed by like a pope in the Vatican. The pope? You think all holy water is blessed by a pope? Do you know how much holy or water there is in the world? A deacon. Yeah, what do you think that the Pope does all day besides, like... He's just blessing holy water all day? His job is to bless. 
Yeah. I mean, can't he just take like a pool's worth and like do one blessing and be done? That seems like, you know. That's between him and God. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, Buffy starts getting into um the last time she beheaded someone. And I love how casually she talks about taking an exacto knife to somebody's head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, apparently that's all it needs because she has super strength. I don't think yeah. an exacto knife is chopping off anybody's head. Um, also like so why don't they like crosses because it's like ungodly they're yeah, ungodly because they're because they're demons and they don't like god does jewish stars the star of david do anything to them i don't think so not i mean not according to this show but like mm -hmm. what am, who am i to say you know yeah so maybe well, they're just against all religion I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, really were, the master was complaining earlier that they had to hang out in like an old church. Exactly. He's like, I really hate this place. It's giving me the creeps. Yeah. He's like, um, I would rather hang out in the Barnes and Noble, but I'm stuck <laughs> here. Uh, and then meanwhile, in probably the like most dated, hilarious scene of the episode, um, we have Gordelia hanging out with her BFF, who turns out is the girl who wants to go swimming in, uh, in uh, what is it? Adam's Family Values. She's like the volunteer. Oh, the little blonde girl who's a big pain in the ass. She looks familiar. I was like, who is this woman? Yeah, that's I her. That she she kind of looked like the actress that played Meg in um, Veronica Mars, but it wasn't her. Yeah. Okay, so I knew that she looked familiar. So they are talking shit about Buffy because yeah. what else would you do at school but talk shit? Love that. Yeah, they're in the computer lab, and like Cordelia is really struggling with this assignment and harmony they're talking about like all the cool places in sunnydale whatever whatever and they're like cordelia is basically like uh buffy is such a weirdo she attacked me Mwah. and then they're talking shit about willow saying she's such a nerd and willow's sitting right there and my favorite was when willow totally fucked them over like Gordelia back in the 90s was like I don't know how to save a document <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's kind of like my boss that makes me save pdfs all day long because she says oh you have to she's like how do I send this and Willow says you have to press well she's like you have to press deliver yeah deliver, deliver. and then Cordelia finds del on her on her yeah. keyboard and is like this must be it and apparently it deleted everything what a dumb idiot love it i yeah. love to see it because Cordelia sucks ass and i hate her so much that anytime anything bad happens to her i'm on board I feel like a lot of bad things are going to happen to her i feel like we're just going to be like tormenting this woman until she's dead good good uh well speaking of then xander and buffy run into jesse in the middle of the tunnels and like i mean pretty much immediately i think everybody knows that he's a vampire right did you did you suspect he was a vampire uh no because he didn't look like a vampire yet well because they can hide themselves i know i don't know i was just like hopeful i'm not sure but like why would he get released and I, I knew he was there for bait but i don't think i would i knew that he was going to be it a was vampire just, already. it was just so sus that he's like laying in the middle of the tunnel with no one else around with a lock on his foot and that's it <laughs> 
Like, so I guess they really didn't give a shit about him escaping. (laughs) He had like a ball and chain on his. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm stuck here. I have no place to go. I'm stuck. So they're he, he lures them in. They're like, okay, we're going to run. And Xander, oh no, Jesse reveals himself as an uggo. And he's yes. like, I'm a vampire now. I feel so powerful. I'm, you know, on top of the world. Yeah, this and... was so funny to me that, like, she's like, oh, man, we can't get out. And uh, Jesse's like, I have an idea. And he's like, you can die. And he gets the ugly Star Trek face. Yeah. And he's like, it's time to eat, baby. And honestly, of all the people in this, like, core group they could have taken in and made a vampire, Jesse makes the most sense because he really wasn't happy with his station in life at the moment. He couldn't get pull any of the girls he wanted. So now he's like, well, guess what? I'm gonna take all those girls and just suck on their necks. Wow. Life is looking up for Jesse. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I think everything's okay now. So he is about to attack them, but Xander pulls out the wooden cross, which, <laughs> it's so silly. They're like, Jesse's like, oh, I can't, I'm scared now. We yeah. have a little wooden cross. Yeah. And, and they, here's the thing, the other, yeah. like, little lore drop we get about vampires is I think they have some sort of, like, enhanced hearing because he says he can hear the worms in the earth. So to me, it's like, okay, so mm. maybe they have supersonic hearing or something like that and so something to keep smell, in mind for us that's why they don't like garlic yeah exactly exactly uh but yeah he holds the cross up to jesse and buffy's like come on hello like we gotta go <laughs> there are vampires coming uh yeah, so they push yeah. they push jesse out and then they go through some sort of um uh, I don't know, like, like vent system, vent system basically. exactly. Yeah. And then they they escape narrowly. Thank As goodness. the vampires also have super strength and are like crushing this metal door that's like holding things together. Yeah, they try to grab her and pull her back in, but thankfully she was saved and uh, she still got to keep her shoe. Yeah, because and- Xander yoinks her out of the roof. Yeah. Uh, he's and like they're just yoinking this guy's uh, hand out into the sun, which again, vampires hate sun. Yeah, they so. hate sun. So mm-hmm. Master is not happy. He said, I only have idiots working for me and you all are idiots. I need you all to get your shit together because I need to mm-hmm. feast and you're going to ruin my party, my my bomb mitzvah of swords, the harvest, <laughs> and I'm so angry and I'm so hungry. And you know what? You random vampire that's not Lucas that was also, I guess, important to me are dead because you fucked up too many times. You're fired. Yeah, he's like, you know, we found out why he needs the pointy fingernails because he has very, I mean, it could be because he's been like, you know, in his pool of blood for 60 years sorry three score he's been Mm -hmm. chilling in a pool of blood that his fingernails (laughs) have just been allowed to grow free reign um but instead he's like you know what i'm gonna do with this nasty old finger boom in your eye so he stole his eye no he just shoved a finger he killed the guy with via like via fingernail to the eye and at the same time we know daddy vampire has jokes because he's like oh you've got something in your eye douche it's it's so nice to have somebody so talented and so evil and so funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's multifaceted. He has jokes. Yeah, maybe maybe we are the ones that don't understand Master and we are the problem. 
I th- it could be. I mean, certainly could All be. All he wants to do is have some dinner and go outside mm-hmm. and have his pointy nails and have a bunch of employees that are not idiots. Isn't that something that, like, we all want, to be honest with you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So um, we Willow is very happy she has solved something on the web. Yes, yeah, right. so she shows back up in the library to talk to Giles and, like, try to get an update. No Buffy, no Xander back yet. Um, but she says that she did find – she was, like, going through a ton of old newspapers um, back in, from 1937. And she does say, like, during that time period, there was a, a ton of murders. And they all are, like, very bloody, I guess. Or, like, you know, throats slashed and blood and blah, blah, blah. And so it seems like, okay, this has been going on for a while leading up to what is going to happen at the harvest. Yes. Thank you, Willow. That is very helpful information, unlike Mm -hmm. Xander, who is unhelpful. Yeah. And then we get uh, Luke going back to his daddy, and they do a little ceremony together, like, my blood is your blood. My soul Mm. is your soul. It's very sexual. (laughs) Mm. My body is your instrument. You want someone to say that to you, Sarah? My body is your instrument? Yeah, I think I would like that. I I want somebody to give themselves to me in all capacities. That mm-hmm. is literally the only thing that I want in this world. Yeah. So I think that the thing is, is that now Luke is a vessel for the master. Yes. He is daddy's favorite. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> once again to be a parent's favorite. Uh, basically what happens is now that one that's not an idiot. Yeah. The only thing the, that, yeah. The only thing that Darla can do is light fucking candles. <laughs> and steal daddy's food. <laughs> like literally, she's like, he's like, you know what? I don't trust you anymore. Like you're on candle duty, bitch. Watch me, watch me mark up Luke's forehead. Watch me do it, bitch. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your new job. Uh, but yeah, he says, like, basically, for when Luke is gonna feed on everyone, it's gonna provide master with strength. Uh, and he's going to be able, he, and the line, okay. I'm not going to lie. Master does have some epic lines where he says, tonight I shall walk the earth and the stars themselves will hide. (laughs) He's a poet. He's funny. He's a poet. He's talented. He's evil. He is very ugly and he's a vampire. (laughs) He's so ugly. He is a vampire, but I feel as though he can definitely get like anybody he wants in the underworld and the thing is something to mention about master as much as he's an egomaniac because it's been three score since he's had any (laughs) i just love like you literally learn the meaning of three score i love it and you said it like nine times (laughs) it's it's like it's kind of like when you get the word of the day calendars yeah and you have to use it in a sentence i will not stop everything will now be in terms of score a half a score is 10 years. Two scores 40 years. So wait, it's 30 years? It's 30 no, 60. Years. So 60. He's, he's been – it's been three score and every score mm-hmm. is 20 years. So Do you know been... anybody that's three score? Um, No, no one – oh, my mom. Is my Pat? mom three score? My yeah, mom was... might be three score. You don't know how old your mom is? I always have to do the math. She is actually. No, she's three score, but she'll be turning uh, three score plus one or later this year. <laughs> Um, okay. but Great. master, since he hasn't gotten any in three score and he's been just in his pool of blood, 
no matter who he has for the first time, it's going to be like a revelation. I'm just saying it's going to be very easy to impress master. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just because it's his first time in a while. In, in 60 years. In three scores. <laughs> I'm really happy for him. But I'm yeah. also like upset for the other person. Yeah um darla it darla is so annoying she she's is like, like, she's the worst at this job she is like orgasming over there over the ceremony it's like darla she this is not about you yeah it's not about you she can't be she's not good enough she's not daddy's favorite no no but she's like very in on the ceremony like it's probably supposed to be very private and she's like jones and back there yeah she has her teeth out she's like hissing she loves it Charlotte, get out of here (laughs) get out of you ruin everything yeah um and then buffy and xander go into the library to update willow and giles and i love uh (laughs) my favorite is how seemingly people don't really give a fuck that jesse's a vampire <laughs> because willow's like oh any updates on jesse is he dead and buffy's like worse and she's just like oh okay oh well <laughs> okay she's, like, she's like you know what like i liked him but i didn't like him that much so I no guess tears okay. were shed for jesse <laughs> okay do you think that there's any way to reverse the curse of being a vampire yeah no once it's done it's done you're a vampire or you're made into dust with a stake ashes to ashes dust to dust exactly yeah uh but i love that not a single tear is shed over jesse's uh you know not death i don't know what it's called undeath immortality um and no one cares but immediately they're back onto like okay what are we gonna do about the harvest and Giles starts talking about like 60 years ago, three score ago, a Stop very it. old <laughs> three, three score ago, um, a very, very powerful vampire like came out from the under the ground or whatever. And <laughs> are you just laughing at the score? No one can tell um and uh so yeah he says a very powerful vampire came to the shore not just to feed it's basically he's basically saying like this is why buffy is like destined to be here because this is like where the settlement was and it's this is it's translated to hellmouth and so it's like sleep that listen i'm not even british and you're like falling asleep so i don't know what the problem is the problem it, is that this is boring all right this town is a portal between reality and like the vampire and the demon world that's all you need to know that's why it's called Hellmouth. that's why all this is happening duh. once again duh because basically angel said in the last show uh in the last um uh in the last he said, episode, welcome to Hellmouth. Yeah. no he said this is the mouth of hell that's all i needed to know i okay, well knew. giles giles is a fan of the lore keeping and he wants to let all the lore girlies out there know exactly what's going on this is the definition of this could have been a text message not even a phone call or not even an email just a text like i know giles i yeah. know and i know because angel said it so much better in the last well, episode that this is the mouth to hell i know that it's the place i know except you didn't know about the earthquake and that's what swallowed him who master master yes 
Well, you he got himself what? stuck like a cork in a bottle, is what Giles says. And the okay, harvest well, is going to help him come idiot. back out. Basically, what happened? This is like even the shorter version of it. Master was quarantined for three score. That's it. <laughs> Big saying we all did. You're not special. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know what, Master? Been there. Okay. Been there. We, t- <laughs> we too know. So he, okay. So because, wait, who swallowed him? The earthquake basically got him swallowed because the dimensional portals are tricky business. Mm-hmm. And so he fucked up. Earthquake swallowed him for three score. And in order for him to come out, the vessel, a.k.a. Luke, needs to go around and suck a bunch of people. <laughs> okay, whatever. And that's it. Okay, and so I- they're like, basically, Buffy, keep an eye out for this, like, triangle on someone's face. Because that's how you're going to find out that's the vessel. I also think, like, look out for the most evil and powerful looking uh, She's met Luke. Vampire. Like, she knows he's daddy's favorite. Like, she knows that Darla fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's other people that could be more important. But then the other guy fucked up and he's dead now. So. Yeah. I threw the or fingernail to the eye. But mm-hmm. the crazy thing to me is I guess we could give Xander a modicum of credit because he's like, Listen, I know exactly where they're going to go. They're going to go to the bronze because this is the hottest teen club that definitely doesn't serve alcohol. And that's, he says, all those tasty young morsels. Mm, <laughs> Ooh, mm-hmm. Tasty young. I mean, we did. I mean, we all know Master loves a virgin. Yeah. So that's where they're going to go. And then, um, yep. and then Buffy's like, okay, but first we got to get supplies. Which is a cute outfit. I mean, and also, she has, like, a whole trunk that has, like, holy water and shit in it. But more importantly, a cute outfit. Yeah. Except her mom is such a fucking buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. Mom is like, where do you think you are going? We need family time. And yeah, you like, missed class today. You're in oh, big yeah. trouble. Oh, yeah. The principal told on her. Well, and worse, worse about worst thing about it sarah is that apparently buffy's mom is one of those book on tape girlies who reads Mm. like how to be a parent 101 parenting for dummies yes this is so important to do self-help books so she's like you know what i feel as though we need to put special attention on this and if you don't want to hang out with me i totally understand but you're going to have to stay in your room yeah she says if you want to sit up here and sulk that's fine. I'm going to go make us dinner. And it's like, bitch, Buffy has a window and super strength. Do you think yeah. anything's keeping her out of, in here? Oh, gosh. Why doesn't she just tell her mom that she has, like, the truth? I think because she's afraid that her mom would send her to, like, literally, like, an asylum. Because she's like, bitch, I'm the slayer. Well, her, okay, so then at what point is her mom going to find out? Because it's going to be soon. Oh, okay, let's put, oh, because see, I think, I think so many more other people are going to find out before her mom finds out. Do you want to put bets on like what season Buffy's mom finds out? Are you saying season one? Yes. I will say season two. I think, I don't think it's going to happen this season. I think they're going to take some time with it. Oh yeah. Well, there's only 12 episodes. So she, she basically Buffy's like, you know what? I don't care, mom. I'll stay in my room. That's fine. She's not going to stay in her room. Of course she's not. She opens up her special hidden trunk. Yeah. She has a hidden compartment in the bottom with, uh, Tons of garlic, a bunch of steaks. We got Mm -hmm. tons of holy, a little bottles of holy water. And you know what else she has? Just a little snack. She has a little bit of uh, communion wafers. A whole bunch. A a whole jar. 
sometimes you get a little hungry after you've been taking realize, Is that another part of it? It's like anything that's from a church that's memorabilia is considered a vampire killer. Here's what I think they do. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. When you're getting ready to kill a vampire, you like strap it down uh, with some like silver or something that hurts it. You put some like communion wafers over their eyes like they're going to the spa oh. and then boom, stab with the stake. Oh, it sounded so relaxing. And then you just r- rip the rug from under yeah. my feet. I stabbed them. Yeah. You stabbed them. So she collects all of her stuff. She leaves the communion wafers at home. I guess she doesn't need that for now. But yeah. she brings her pointiest stake and puts it in her sleeve and uh, packs up her backpack and just and just leaves. It's time to go. Yeah. With her leather jacket, by the way. She looks very cool. She is very cool. She's sporting a very high pony with some wispy bits coming out the front. A leather jacket. I mean, honestly, I love everything about Buffy style. Buffy is way cooler than I can ever be. I'm yeah. Very I also will her. say I like Willow's overalls. Ooh. I knew you were going to hate them. But you know Ooh. what? It's better than what Xander's wearing all the time. I would say that she looks like a dweeb. but Of course sure. you are. Uh, so we are at the bronze, the hottest place in town that definitely does not serve underage <laughs> people. Yes. Uh, and we see Cordelia talking shit like normal. Now she's talking shit about Jesse. And yeah, she's Jesse, like, I hate young boys. I only go out with seniors. Yeah, that boy Jesse is such a drooler. Um, but she sees does she see Jesse at this point because Jesse got a makeover and he looks yes. hot now and he has yeah he is Riz he's really cool he slicked back his hair he put on a leather jacket he's a little bit paler than normal and he has the confidence that is the thing he has so mm-hmm. while like Cordelia and all her friends are just like dancing around Jesse is doing that like you know, that kind of lurking stalker stare yeah, that can either be sexy or creepy. Yeah, yes. He's smoldering at he's her. smoldering in the corner, which again, mm-hmm. creepy or sexy really kind of depends. Mm-hmm. But he's staring at her and he base and she like, she has her eye on him and she's just like, why is this man looking at me? But basically he, uh, he walks up and he's just like, we're going to dance. And he tells her to shut up. And she's like, yeah, baby, neg me. <laughs> I love how she's like, I love a boy who's a little bit verbally abusive. <laughs> yeah. Can we please raise our standards, women? Please. Can we raise our standards? It might be impossible. But she likes that he is seeming like a bad boy now. And then they start dancing. But then Darla in the slow-mo. Full uggo form and her crew of other uggos. Why are they in uggo form? I don't know. This seems like a terrible idea if you're trying to be under the radar. I don't think they are. I think that they're like, fuck it. It's harvest time. Let's go, bitches. (laughs) Kidding, bitch. We're going to harvest. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Lucas is there with his like little red dot on his head and they're trying to get in and like the bouncers like. Uh, no, you know, you guys look pretty ugly. You're not allowed in the club. And they're like, we're going to citizen arrest you and come on. And they, they get him and then they all go on stage and they're about to sing karaoke, but they're not because in reality, they're like, hello, everybody. It is the harvest and you're all doomed and you're going to die. (laughs) This is crazy to me that Luke gets on stage, starts this like a whole spiel and that no one tries to leave. They're all just like so enwrapped by what he is saying 
Uh, and it's it's so funny because even after they bring basically the doorman is going to be the first sacrifice, even though we know he's definitely not a virgin because uh, he is built. So ain't no way that man is a virgin. Yeah. He's just like, listen, you're going to be the first sacrifice. Watch me do it, people. Like, OK, Luke loves to be watched. He loves to be yeah. watched. Well, because he yeah. caresses this man's head and he's like, yeah, baby, watch me do it. Mm, I love a warm touch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he like pens. I think that he's about to snap his neck. Well, yeah, but he sucks on it because um, we immediately flash from Luke to the master who is full on getting getting like seriously getting hard off of this because he goes like, Ugh. <laughs> like he loves this. Like when you're so thirsty and you finally have a sip of water, he's it's being like, quenched, bitch. Yeah, uh, he like stretches his body out. He's like, Bleh. yeah, give uh, it to me, give me yeah. more doormen, please. Yes, and then Buffy and her crew come and are trying to get in, but like they really showed up late. Like Buffy took too long getting well, ready. She got. She said, "I didn't know I was going to get grounded." <laughs> It's rough. So they're trying to get in, but the door is locked and there's no doorman. So they're trying to find an alternative way in uh, to get into the club to stop the vampires. It's a mad dash. And um, thank goodness Charles is there. Yeah, because Buffy's like, listen, you all are responsible for getting all the innocents out. I'm going to take care of this. And Giles straight up warns Xander. He says, listen. I know Jesse was your friend, but that guy isn't Jesse anymore. Like he is a thing now. So he's not your friend. And of course, Xander basically goes in ear, one ear out the other immediately. Yeah. Um, Luke is snacking on all the hoes and Jesse is trying to get on Cordelia. But Darla is like, no, this one is special. She is pure evil, just like us, and we are going to take her away. And Jesse's like, I don't even get one. No, you don't, Jesse, because you are the on the lowest part of the totem pole. You're like the unpaid intern at this point, you know. Yeah, you're newest guy. You're the youngest baby little vampire. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to have any of Master's food. No snacks for you. Yeah, and one of my favorite moments is when Buffy is like up higher than everyone else because she like snuck in and she's looking down and sees Luke on stage and she just sees this tr- the triangle on his forehead and she goes vessel and then another vampire like right behind her basically like hears her and hisses at her (laughs) should i should i start hissing at people (laughs) boo hiss hiss. yeah yeah uh so luke is about to snack on cordelia but uh buffy has uh, thrown the hissing vampire over the rafters and she's like Hey, you ugly guy, like, stop. Don't don't kill the school bully. Yeah, we need her for reasons so that we can still have her on the show being an awful person. That Uh, girl is on the opening credits. She will not die today. And Buffy's like, you know what, bitch? Watch me do this. And she does this like cartwheel where she flips down and lands like a boss ass bitch on a pool table. Wow. What a talent. Yeah. Uh, and so and then she and not, that's not even the end because then she does another basically like a flip off the pool table, grabs a pool cue, stabs a vampire with it. How many of these stunts is Sarah Michelle Geller doing? Zero, right? 
not a lot of them. She's no. not doing. I mean, she like, might be yeah. doing like the kicky flippies, but she, I don't think she's doing any of the like actual tumbles. You know? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, she doesn't have the tumbling ability. Does it's she? very cheesy. Like, if you're, I feel like yeah. if you're not into the cheese, this is not for you because there's a lot of cheesiness in this where she yeah. like shoves Luke's into a, a pile of chairs and then she does a bunch of kicks at him and it's yeah. It's very like uh oh ah like yeah pew, pew. punch noises kick noises yeah yeah exactly so and like a lot of like you know karate grunts ah uh, yeah uh, it's so almost it, like a tennis match yeah this is yeah this is what I was talking about earlier where like I felt like this was like a little bit like cheesier than the first episode um so she's fighting Luke but uh she's also trying to protect her friends she beheads somebody via drum symbol the best death in my opinion that was my yeah. favorite death that was pretty well actually that might be my second favorite death because my next favorite death is coming up uh where like the rest of the crew uh is able to finally get in the back entrance and start shuffling out the innocents um and Buffy is like being held back by Luke and this is when Xander comes up and instead of just staking Jesse like he should who's standing over Cordelia he's like Jesse don't make me do this, man. Don't make me do it. And <laughs> the timing is incredible because Jesse is about to full on kill Xander. And then he gets bumped by some random passerby and basically just pushed onto the snake that Xander's Okay. So, like, did Xander murder his best friend? I would say inadvertently, yes. Hmm. That's a very tough thing to bear. It was incredible, though. Like, we can't deny the the absolute, like, lovely moment that was Jesse just disappearing into dust because he accidentally fell on the stake sander result. Yeah. Oops. Uh, so, also, while Darla is trying to get Giles, uh, Willow throws holy water at her and... She starts, like, burning up. I don't think she's dead, but maybe she's somehow even uglier than she already was. Yeah, it kind of seemed very similar to, like, when you, like, the Wicked Witch of the West or East or whatever, you know? Because she's, it's like, uh, she basically just starts smoking from the head. So it definitely, I'm wondering if next time we see her, she's going to be bald. Like, I don't know what happens when you throw holy water on a vampire's head, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, we have Buffy do something really, really smart because she tricks Luke into thinking that it's daylight by cracking open a window and she thinks he thinks that it's sunlight, but in actuality, it's a light outside and it's really like 3 a.m. Maybe even not, maybe 9 a.m. Any 9 p.m. But she tricks him and then she's able to stake him in the back and he goes away and um which and also dust. makes he's yeah he's dust he's gone uh the master feels it and that scares away all the other vampires the lesser vampires mm -hmm. and, and master Buffy, falls to his knees yeah yeah that sucks to lose your favorite child he then really he's upset yeah. then you're stuck with your second favorite child and then darla what's, darla what's the point in that i know <laughs> i know it's terrible it's terrible mm -hmm. uh great news because while buffy was working her ass off and even poor willow had to put in some work uh angel was outside doing absolutely nothing lurking as always yeah yeah doing nothing and he, he just says oh great she did it i can't believe it 
Yeah, no help to no help from you, Angel. Yeah. Um suspicious, but I'm anyway. just saying he's gonna have to do something eventually for me to give him credit beyond just be hot, you know? Mm, no. You think that's all he has? <laughs> that's all you have to do. He gets a spin-off, Sarah. He must do something. I uh, just wait and see, I'm sure. How many episodes until he pops his wings? Oh my god, you ask this every episode. We've done two episodes. uh i think that's gonna happen uh episode seven um okay i'll say the finale he pops his wings phenomenal yeah next day at school uh everyone is happy and healthy and eating their lollipops uh why they're eating lollipops I don't know. The headscarf, like, though, was so of the time. Well, Buffy looks so good. She's she so cool. Wear anything. Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 have a, a new hope, uh, a new lease on life. They're feeling good. Yeah. The craziest thing to me that happens in this scene is like Giles is like, oh, they'll get over it. They can like reconcile with anything, basically. And then we see uh we see the com- a conversation happening between um gordelia and her friend and she's basically like oh my god it was so crazy like there was so much crazy shit going on and the other girl's like oh my god i wish i'd been there and i'm like girl no you don't oh oh i think it's because giles was saying like they everybody seems to like get their memory erased a little bit like they're like very like foggy and confused about what happened yeah who does is this just like a result of the vampires or something i think so like because even wasn't willow saying like yeah like things are just like a little like more hazy now or something like that and like giles was like yeah that happens yeah it's very strange uh because he says like people will just rationalize whatever they can and like forget Mm -hmm. what they can't figure out um, but yeah, basically we find out that like, well, the, like we've stopped master's attempt this time, but he's not just like going to go away. So, and the way that she says, like Giles says, it's not just vampires. So like, i definitely feel like we're in the world of like, anything is possible. We're going to yep. get a ton of these type of like mystical monstrosities on, you know, in the Ooh. show. What are you hoping to see? um gosh i i really hope they wait till like season two for werewolves because i don't know that i'm gonna like appreciate the the uh, like physical effects of the, mm-hmm. the werewolves on the early mm-hmm. days of the show um i'm done for anything i think it'd be fairies would be fun fairies would be a lot of fun i love a fairy like maybe yeah. a medusa vibe Ooh, i would love like snakes on a uh, like as hair would be mm-hmm. cool and incredible we got yeah. that yeah yeah but that's it yeah, but that that's the harvest. Uh, you know, one attempt thwarted, but we'll see what happens next time with Master now that uh his favorite child is dead. Life is going to be tough now. He's just going to have to make more kids. Yes. <laughs> He's going to need to reproduce a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but that's our episode. Uh of course we did get a ton of feedback. I just want to shout out and say like Thank you all so much for the feedback you've been sending in. I feel like we've been getting so much feedback about Buffy. Some emails or or messages just being like, I'm so happy you're covering the show. Like, this is so exciting. We appreciate anytime anybody literally says anything to us. So thank you so much for sending in feedback. And if you want to send in more, uh, shit90spod at gmail.com, shit90spod.com. You know where to go to send in your feedback. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we heard from Elena who said that apparently, uh, she went to Sunnydale high school, 
so she said that they filmed Buffy there. Uh, they also filmed 90210, and she's all that there. So oh, if we have wow. any questions, we should reach out to Elena to get answered about the location. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, was it, like, fun to go to that school? Like, did you get to see like people filming there um did you get to meet any celebrities there yeah i want to know i want to know the tea i want to know the tea on that location um we also heard from sophie who's really excited that we're recovering buffy um she said she has been a fan of the podcast since the beginning um but she like you know buffy is obviously like her absolute favorite so she's really excited about it um and she said it did start her lifelong obsession with tv along with the show friends um, and she also said she did give us some advice. Uh, she said that we should mute any mentions of Buffy on our social media because it's super, super like popular and it's very you could, it's very spoiler heavy. Um, and also, apparently, we should try to find the original formatting of the show because they like changed the ratios. If anybody knows how to do that, uh, mm-hmm. let let us know because I'm just basically using Hulu. That's what I'm watching. Okay, Are that's you watching fine. on Hulu. I'm not watching on Hulu. I'm watching on the Plex. The pl- oh, the Plex. Okay. So if let us know where's where's the place we should be watching it. Also, Sophie is from Spain, so that's incredible. Ooh, Sophie, yeah. that's so cool. Love that. Um, and she also says Buffy is one of her favorite characters of all time. Her one, or she says she's one of my top all time favorite B A M F badass motherfuckers, female yeah, characters ever, go. along with Hermione and Lois Lane. Uh, oh, so amazing. Incredible. Very excited to have you along for the ride, Sophie. Um, and uh, and yeah, so uh, we also got uh, another email from Sarah with an H. Um, she said she was really excited that we really liked the first episode because she was very nervous about like, you know, just how uh, it's not as good as some of the others, like the special effects and the monster faces and all of that. That doesn't bother us at all i don't no. think we're you i mean i i feel like if this was maybe our first show we were ever covering maybe it bother us more but we're very used to like the 90s-ification yeah. of like the shows we're watching. i like that they're uggos yeah it's fun that they're uggos because we get to make fun of them more <laughs> yeah they look jacked up <laughs> their teeth yeah uh they she says she said she listened to our first podcast and she did have some answers to provide context for us. Uh, she said Buffy is sassy and confident. She's always ready with a quip and a steak. It's one of her best qualities. Love uh, it. And she said it's true that everybody wants to be Buffy or wants to be with her. Uh, so we were right on that. Um, and, uh, she did say that like, yes, the, the movie takes place in like the canon is the same. So like she burns down the gym at the end of the school year in the movie. And so like it directly connects, uh, from movie to show. All right. So we need to watch it. We need to watch it at some point. We're going to have to watch it. Yeah. Season one and season two. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a fun idea. Um, and she said it definitely follows the monster of the week format, but within the larger structure of the, of a story arc of the season and series as a whole. So that's kind of nice. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. That seems to be how a lot of these types of shows function. Um, so that works. Um, and she said, we are eventually going to get more backstory and some flashbacks to Buffy's past, which is exciting. Uh, she said, Julie Benz is the actress who plays Darla um but apparently she's really known from this role as darla uh whereas i knew her from like rita and you know wow Mm -hmm. darla queen yeah 
Maybe uh, you are the master's favorite child. <laughs> well, I get. I mean, Luke is dead, so someone's gonna have to be master's favorite, right? Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, she does say that most vampires can switch back and forth from human face to vamp face. However, you notice that the master never does. He's always in vamp face. This is true of the older, more powerful vampires in this universe. Oh, yeah, because like, why would the master want to hide? Who he, he wants to be recognizable. I mean, he, yeah, he's master, you know, he doesn't give a fuck what people think about his face. No, of course not. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she says <laughs> she, she doesn't think Buffy's bed is a king size bed. <laughs> it's just that she's a very small human. <laughs> I, I think I agree with that, but it still seems like the most comfortable bed in the universe. Yeah. That's really, really funny. Um, uh, apparently Cordelia's nickname is Cordy. Cordy, uh, which I'm gonna still call her Gordelia because I really hate her. Mm. <laughs> Cordy. Cordy. Um. Uh. But yeah. Uh. She. She also made the, was joking about the fact that we were like <laughs> Giles is Giles Jeeves and the whole Ask Jeeves thing. Basically, um, I. I. I think that we need to make uh, Ask Jeeves a resurgence. I think it needs to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so thank you so much for for your email, Sarah with an H. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm really excited uh, to get so many emails from everybody with like all this like backstory of stuff. It's very interesting it's, to me. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also got an email from Linda. Um, she said that she she said that she thought I maybe recognized Xander from Criminal Minds because he was that was like the show he was on the longest beyond besides mm. Buffy. Um. And she says, uh, apparently, this is like a little behind-the-scenes tidbit, Joss had originally wanted to shock everyone by putting Jesse in the opening credits and killing him off at the very beginning of the season, showing that nobody is even as safe, even a main character can die. The budget for season one was so low, though, he wasn't able to afford two opening credit sequences. Uh, I feel like even without Jesse being in the opening credits, seeing them lose a friend so early still conveys the message, the stakes, pun intended, are high in Sunnydale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The stakes yeah. are definitely high. I do like that. I think that's really important to establish that um, when people are gone, people are gone. Like we're mm -hmm. not probably coming back. I no, don't know. I, I can't imagine. Eh, maybe not like a Jesse, but I think. Well, that let me see maybe... him go to dust. I think that's it. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. Like obviously, it's always like, where's the body if someone dies? You know. Um, but she also says like the moment that Willow fucked with Gordelia with the deliver was like the moment that she fell in love with her. Um, and, uh, and she says, <laughs> she says she had a funny story where she has like a, a ankle related phobia. Like she's afraid of someone like grabbing her ankle. Oh. And so when that happened in the episode, she jumped up accidentally hitting the voice dictation button on my notes app and <laughs> on her phone, it said, no, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Cause she was yelling <laughs> at the TV. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so creepy. I think that I had the same fear, um, with my old house's basement stairs because they didn't have backs yes all basement stairs are like that i think everybody has that fear when they're like at least a kid yeah just like somebody grabbing you Ooh, it's so the same creepy. reason we all ran and leapt onto our beds when we were children because there could be a monster under there that was about to grab your ankle anything is possible at this point yeah. especially in sunnydale yeah, exactly. So that was our episode. That's our feedback. Again, if you want to send in any shit90spod.com, uh, shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram, and shit90spod at gmail.com. Um, we love getting feedback. We love hearing from all of you. 
And uh, we're we have a long road to go here with Buffy. Uh, next episode, Sarah, is titled Witch and not like like the witchy witch, like the broomstick witch. Yes. And I have no idea who that could be about. I mean, we're going to get into a little black magic. Seems like <laughs> I'm if only really we're so excited. lucky. We're if only we would be so lucky. Listen, we loved Witch Island. I'm confident we're gonna like Witch for Buffy. So I sure hope so. That's I happening next week. I sure hope so. Very excited. Uh catch us cover more Buffy content next week. Um, also we are covering Felicity, which um I just found out today that Buffy and Felicity aired on the same night, Tuesday nights, um, on the WB back in 1999, which was entirely um, intentional for us, and uh, not at all a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> all. totally on purpose. Yeah, but that's pretty neat that we're covering uh, a show that you know aired back to back, eight o'clock and nine o'clock respectively. Uh, so catch us cover Felicity and all that fun. It's a, we had a really good episode covering Thanksgiving this week that I'm like very, I very, very much enjoyed. Um, and then we also covered Empire Records and we're going to cover that thing you do later in the month. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming up for us. So stay tuned. We have Buffy Thursdays and Felicity Mondays. So that's where you can check out those podcasts. And we appreciate appreciate you all listening and following along on this journey we're going through Buffy. Um, so catch us next week covering which I'm excited to see what kind of monster we're going to be fighting now that we vanquished the vampires. Seems like we're going to get into a little black magic. So we'll see. But until next time, everybody, have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Midnight shows taught me. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And now, gambling terms. Snake eyes. Rolling ones with a pair of dice. Double down. Doubling the original bet for one more card. Bad beat. When your strong hand gets beat. Illegal gambling can put you at risk. Protect our communities. Play legit and gamble only where it's legal. Learn more now at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER.